you made it to level two, deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and an awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Hello and welcome to Decide to Transform. I'm your host, Tomas Garza, and with me today for part two of our conversation is executive contributor and master spiritual teacher, G.P. Walsh. Now in part one of our conversation, which we both want you to listen to ASAP, please, or immediately after this, what we talked about is the role of men in our society and we're going to go into depth a lot more on this show about exactly what male roles are but we talked about how we arrived at this point where there is so much confusion and where men in particular are confused about who they are and their roles to play in all aspects of life now we talked about all kinds of societal changes, including the advent of agriculture several thousand years ago and the Industrial Revolution, and where that is has left us, and talked about the fact that there is not enough advanced consciousness, as GP puts it, in the world yet to think and to believe that there could be a more equitable, a more just, a more humane paradigm that we could all live in. And it is in fact, the masculine energy that has the energy to clearly analyze the situation that we find ourselves in and say, this is not working. This is not working and we're built to endure the discomfort of change because we can put up with a lot can't we all right so we're going to be talking further about this and other subjects related to men and male roles and i really want to invite you to stay tuned this is going to be a beautiful discussion with executive contributor gp walsh gp welcome back here hey tomas good to be back <laughs> this is great and we had so much fun and really it was a fun conversation really in depth because i think that there are so many dialogues about masculinity in today's world especially in spiritual and self-help transformational related circles that don't address what we addressed in the first show which is how we actually got here and one of the interesting things gp that, that you said in the first show that i think we'll pick up with right here is there's not one particular person or particular group that did this to us. This is simply where we find ourselves. That is, yes. Um, it, it's so easy to just point to some group, right? You know, you yeah. point to the Republicans or they'll point to the socialists and somebody else, will, the Shiites or the, I, I mean, it's so easy to do that. Um, yeah. As if, as if, you know, there's all these people sitting around plotting how they can make everyone's life miserable. Um, it, it simply isn't the case. There isn't anybody to blame. Nobody made this happen. Um, it is simply the, the, the 
the confluence of, of events, the environment, the evolution of human consciousness, of the human body, of, of technology, of if you look at all of the things, all of them inevitably led to this point. Right? It developed value systems and cultural ideals and ideologies and all, all sorts of this. Nobody was sitting there inventing them. Right? I think I'm going to create this ideology. Right? <laughs> um, they, just, they just happened. And, and, and like all ideologies or mythologies, they bring a certain stability to the culture. Um, and they're successful as long as they continue to bring stability to the culture and as long as they continue to allow the culture to grow. If you look at, if you look at the, the mythologies, and, and when I say mythology, I'm not talking about, you know, in our, our modern idea of what mythology is, is, it's just a falsity. And it's not true. It's an ideology. It, it's... It's, it's a paradigm, it's a model by which we can look at the universe and, and know our place in it, right? And what we call today, capitalism is a mythology, right? Socialism right. is a mythology. Right. All, all, all the economics and political systems are mythologies because they're a certain view of the world and that view of the world allows us, you know, to function within it. Now, if that view of the world it bears some resemblance to reality, right? That the culture will be relatively successful. But if that view get, starts getting farther and farther away from something concrete and real, it's going to become self-destructive. It's going to implode on itself. And this happens, you know, cultures fall, <laughs> right? Oh. Happen, you know, they, it, it's been happening the, the, the entire time and they're supposed to fall when they no longer serve the interests of the time. If you look at, if you look at like Native American mythology, when, when white people came um, and with the technology, the railroad, there's actually some, some Native American symbology that has images of the Capitol building in it. Because theirs was a living mythology. It would yes. always take in the changes in the environment, uh, accommodate it, and, and, and so it, it would work as a as a as as a way of being and knowing your place in the world right mm -hmm. now but when it gets frozen like it has with us where it isn't meeting the needs anymore right uh, and then it becomes more and more forceful it becomes it requires more and more of an enforcing to 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 maintain it <clears throat> and this mm -hmm. is kind of this is kind of where we we find ourselves at yeah. see but nobody nobody did it right <laughs> nobody yes. did it yeah but if if a cultural hierarchy emerges and i'm at the top of that hierarchy the last thing i want to do is change that cultural image <laughs> for sure <laughs> right why would i you know and a matter of fact it it actually gets it, it develops a new mythology and that is i'm i'm god's chosen i'm supposed to be at the top or I'm evolutionarily better. My, you know, I have better genes than you, which is another way we just kind of in, incorporated it into it. And so, like in in the U.S. and most of the West, but it's extreme in the in the U.S. The highest cultural ideal is the self-made millionaire or billionaire. Right? So this one kind of per person who does one thing really well, make money within this particular system, has become the ideal of the system. 
right? Mm -hmm. Not artists, not authors. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately. <laughs> not, no. Not, humani not humanitarians, um, not teachers, mm -hmm. right? This guy, it, it becomes, and, and so the, that becomes the, the image that everyone is supposed to uh, uh, aspire to. And this is, this is the way it works. This is the way value system works. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, again, nobody did that. Right. But if the entire system imbues those who feel a, a certain group of people with that kind of power, they're going to be asserting that all the way up and down the line. And everybody up and down the line is going to believe that that's the way it's supposed to be. So everybody conforms mm -hmm. until somebody comes along and says, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't working yeah this this isn't work i'm happy for you i'm happy you're sitting on on top right but you know what is it three people in the world there are three people in the world who control more assets than the bottom 50 percent right yeah yeah something like that that's not mm -hmm. sustainable that's slavery yeah. right it is <laughs> It is, and as we talked about, slavery really takes a number of different guises, and one of the only mm -hmm. things that's really changed, in fact, the only thing, is a very superficial change in appearance, in form of the slavery, which remains yeah. slavery in whatever context. Yes. I have to take orders from somebody else, and if I don't, my life is in danger. Right. Okay, I'm not their property anymore. Right. right? right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm totally beholden to them. <clears throat> and, and my, they have no, they have no concern over my needs or interests. Yeah. Right. Yes. And, like and I like think, any slaveholder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it, it's so much more nebulous and amorphous here in the 21st century where a, a multinational conglomerate from around the world could be calling shots that affect all kinds of people on so many different levels. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, 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 you know, one of the things that you said um, that, uh, that I really, really want to highlight here on this show is nobody is to blame, but we're all responsible. <laughs> we're all responsible. <laughs> Yes. Well, we have to live with it, mm -hmm. right? And if there's, if consciousness enough of, of, of matured consciousness, spiritual consciousness has emerged, the, the key ingredient of it, the key sign that a, a mature consciousness is emerging is the capacity to look at it and assess it from outside of it. When you're inside of it, it's always assessed within its own terms. Consciousness is our capacity to step outside of all the mm. cultural ideals and norms and ideology and look at them from a different perspective. And that perspective being, does it really work? <laughs> is it equitable? Is it loving? Is it yes. enhancing life? Is it allowing uh, opportunity for everyone to rise to whatever level they're capable of arising to? Now, that to me is a higher set of values. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> that I can then look at and see, ha I, and see have, we, are, have we achieved that? And the answer is no. Well, I'm responsible for that now. Mm -hmm. 
simple right. as that. And especially if I see, if, 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 if I see, you know, this train is headed and the bridge is out, <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a responsibility to, to say something about that. Right. Yes. Please. <laughs> and we are definitely on a runaway runaway train, and the bridge is out. Yes, the bridge is out, and, and some would even say we've attempted to cross the non-existent bridge, and uh, now the, the free fall has commenced. So, yeah. And yes, in very many ways, it's you know the the current pandemic has really has really brought that into sharp relief. Mm-hmm. Right. How woefully unprepared we we have been for something major happening. And of course, that's, you know, the job of a culture is to, is to be, is to be prepared for that as much as it possibly can. Mm -hmm. And uh, this, the, the system we have now is just can't do it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a a very, very good, very timely example. (laughs) No question about it. Well, and, and so, Let's talk a little bit about a mature consciousness that can assess a situation from the outside, from a different perspective, and ask the questions, is it equitable? Is it loving? Is this something that's sustainable? And on the first show, we talked about the male energy, the masculine energy being the energy to say, wait a minute, this is not working. Right. Yes, I. You know, I. I this isn't this. This isn't to. Um, you know, to um, say anything about about the feminine energy, because it has the same power, but it's just very. Yeah. It's very different. Right? It very is. different, and they can and they and they can see it quite quite clearly. But if we look at us evolutionarily, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Men were designed to endure hardship. <laughs> to in, to in, to in, endure uh, in, endure going without being deprived, right. uh, to and, and we were also designed to be willing to uh, to, to kill. We have a different emotional system. We don't I we don't uh, form the same level of uh, attachment and relationship that females do, because their job was the nurturing. You know generations. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd be out chasing some beast and, you know, the, the village was the center of manufacture, right? Sure. right. I mean, all of, all of those things and generations uh, coexisting, a completely different kind of an, uh, of an, of an interaction. So we were designed to protect that uh, and to even die for it, to kill or die for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, use that in the most primitive and ignorant way by making war and glorifying war, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And, and so we end up fighting and dying for the very ideology that doesn't give a shit about us. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and quite clearly doesn't. Yeah. And quite clearly does not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Not not the least bit interested no. in it. Except to except to, you know, try to whip you into some kind of a frenzy that makes you think you're some kind of a, 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 a you know, pa- patriotic zealot. Um, but but it's not for you. Right. Whereas primitive, but that instinct where it is for you, the willingness to give up your life for the, the, the tribe 
is one of the powers of men. Well, how do we, how do we use that in an, in an intelligent way when the very culture we're in is actually operating contrary to everybody's interest? Yes. Yeah. Uh, exactly. and, and so that capacity to, to, in, to endure, the capacity to go without, to, to make enormous sacrifices um, up to and including your own life, Mm -hmm. um, is, is something that needs to be called on. And it's, you know, it's always been the council of men that have gone, you know what, this isn't working or we have to go to war. We ha do have to go to war or we have to protect ourselves or we have to hightail it. Um, that kind of a, that kind of a responsibility, um, to take that kind of responsibility and say, look, this is not working. The transition is not going to be easy, right? You know, we've developed an entire culture, an entire way of life that has put us to the, at the verge of extinction. And, uh, we are fast approaching a time where it will not be a matter, there will not be a gradual, <laughs> uh, a, a gradual transition, right? No. It's, it's more gonna, it's more gonna, it's more gonna be cut it off at the knees, right? Mm -hmm. And make those kind of choices, you know. I, I think if a, I think if a, if a, a corporation um, creates a huge environmental disaster, that they should have their charter revoked. They shouldn't just be sure. fined. They should be put out of existence. Mm -hmm. right? They have violated the trust. That's why it's called trust and antitrust. Right? Yes. It is a state trust to a private entity to do something that's valuable to the entire to the entire populace. Yes. But but now the state has become serving them and the, and protecting their interests at, at all costs. But we should put them out. We should just. I mean, that would be a, that would be the truly masculine thing to do. You have screwed up royally. You have put a lot of things in danger. You don't exist anymore. We are taking all of your assets to use it to clean up the mess that you made. Right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you know, the equivalent of corporate jail or corporate, corporate capital punishment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, they violated, they violated the trust. Yes. So that's, that would be a powerful masculine thing to do, which would be, which would be very difficult. Right. Right. Uh, very difficult. Yeah. It would be hard on people. People would lose their jobs. Innocent people who sure, are dependent sure. upon that. You know, th that would be a very difficult thing. And we try to do our best to, to mitigate that and take those same assets, right? Yes. <laughs> Cleaning up the mess and take care of the, the, the innocent people who were, who were who, through no fault of their own, right? I mean, there would be, there are intelligent ways where this could be done, where we could be moving towards, towards a, a world that was, that was dominated by a genuine value system. Mm -hmm. It's not now. Money is the value system now. Sure. Yeah, it, it, it is. And there's so many people that would love to believe otherwise, but it in fact is 100% clear that, that money is the value system and that a yeah. self-made millionaire or billionaire is somehow the cultural ideal. So GP, you mentioned the trans, <laughs> the tra this transition to a different value system is, is clearly not going to be easy. But how do you see this, this transpiring 
And I mean, what, what do we need collectively to start bringing this, to, first of all, to people's attention, and then secondly, to begin to implement that? Well, that's, that is a great, a great question. And it's kind of funny to be sitting here doing this interview and I, I'm not a historian. I'm a spiritual teacher. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a political theorist. I'm not an economic, an economist. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a spiritual teacher, and why? So because I think that's where the answer lies. The answer yeah. lies inward, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, it is a shift in consciousness that brings about a change in values. Nothing else. Otherwise, it's just conflicting values. And the one who has the most power wins, right? Right, right. Mm -hmm. I mean, the value system of the Europeans who populated the United States was far inferior to the population, to the value system of the Native American, right? But yes. the technology was far superior. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, so, and so that one, and of course they say God, because it was God's will and all that kind of, kind of stuff, which is always a nice way of justifying brutality. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yes. But so the key is in the, the, cultivating, you know, the mature, the mature human being, not just the mature male in this case, is cultivating the capacity to step outside your, your own framework, your own paradigm, and look at it with doubt. Yes. And, with, and, 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 and actually try to stand aloof from yourself. You know, that is, to me, is the spiritual path. I know most people think of the spiritual path, I'm, I mean, they're going to be chanting Om all day, or, or I'm going to church, and, and, and things like that. That's, yeah. that's the surface. That's the surface. That's, that's the cultural costume it might wear in the moment. The, the real essence of it is a genuine inquiry into what is actually real, what is actually true, what is actually the most beneficial. Um, what am I believing yeah. that I'm, I'm just believing it? I'm, it, 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 I'm believing it because I never stop to question it. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, this is something that people, when we're running around besieged, and literally, I think the, the word that comes to my mind is besieged by lots of phenomena, distracted by our cell phones, by our, our Twitter feed, by our news feed on Facebook and email. And there's so much coming at us that what we really need to do is engage in a genuine inquiry. So what would, what would this genuine inquiry look like? Well, um, fortunately, we have examples of that uh, also through history because yes. you know the spirit the spiritually developed consciousness has been popping up all through this whole thing going all the way back to the vedas in uh, in india which is probably the origin of it mm -hmm. um, india truly is the mother of spirituality okay. <clears throat> yeah. not religion <laughs> that's different uh, no. but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but the mother the mother of spirituality and it is simply how, how do you discern between what's false and what's true when it comes right down to it you know listen 
Mozart is better than Justin Bieber. That's not a matter of opinion. <laughs> Everybody ever get this? It's not. <laughs> it's not a matter of opinion, no. right? Picasso was better than my stick figures. That's mm. not a matter of opinion, right? <laughs> now, I may I may like, you know, Justin Bieber or or Beer Barrel Polka more than I like Mozart, right? Sure, sure. But I can't mistake that for a discernment, a genuine discernment in a difference in quality. Yes. Now that capacity to distinguish uh, quality is something that has been lost in our world where everything has become relativized. Everything is right. a, matter of, a, a matter of opinion. And in that world of a matter of opinion, uh, paradoxically, we're trying to force, it, force an opinion as if it was an absolute truth rather than looking for the absolute truth. Now, yeah. the capacity to discern, to discern what's true and what isn't is, is subtle. There's no doubt about it. It, it, is, it, is, it is, it's something that has to be cultivated. It, it's cultivated through meditation is one way, uh, self-inquiry, uh, non-dual self-inquiry uh, is another way. And in meditation, meditation is, is not something that you do so that you get some kind of a result, right? right? That's taking meditation and making it serve the cultural purpose, right? I, I, yes. I decide what the result is supposed to be. According to my culture, this is the good result. And that culture you know, it can be economic, so I'm go to Wall Street and I make a lot of money, yeah. or it can be some spiritual, so I'm going to meditate and I'm going to attain some kind of in, some kind of advanced uh, advanced state, right? Yeah. So it, 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 if you start right from the beginning with just the desire to know and the assumption you don't, <laughs> mm -hmm. you 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 have opened the door. If I start from the point of view that I don't know. In Buddhism, they have a beautiful phrase. They call it the great doubt. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> it is the great doubt. You doubt everything. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Say, great, great doubt, great enlightenment. Small doubt, small enlightenment. No doubt, no enlightenment. No doubt. You just keep going and going, and the train just, is falling just, down. <laughs> yes, yeah. you just grind right along, you know, over the mm -hmm. cliff with the lemmings. I mean, it's it it is absolutely Imagine. inevitable, you know. Some lemmings got to say, "Whoa, there's a cliff! <laughs> what are we doing?" <laughs> so, but it is it, it's something one that you really have to devote your life to because because we're forever wrestling with our own beliefs, and we don't even want to question our beliefs, right? right. Be, to question your belief is to put you uh, face with uh, a lack of safety and your own fear. We cling to our beliefs as a way of uh, of keeping ourselves safe, and we'd we'd rather hold on to the belief than challenge it because it is quite uncomfortable. It is. Right? Yes. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, anybody who's ever. <laughs> You know, you know, what was I thinking, right? <laughs> no, it's not a, uh, it's not an easy thing to do, but we have no choice. 
there's a point at which you simply you simply run out of moves, and, and you and you have to be willing to question them. There's a great there's a there's a great little story about a fellow who went who went crazy, thought he was dead, and uh, his family obviously started getting very worried. He wasn't eating, wasn't you know doing anything. He said, oh, "I'm doing anything. I'm dead. I'm, there's nothing for me to do." So they brought him to uh, you know an institution to have him you know, see if they can get him some help. So many, many doctors, uh, psychiatrists, psychologists talked to him, they didn't get anywhere. But there was one very clever guy. He said to him, he said, all right, you're, you're dead. He says, yeah, yeah, that's right. He said, okay, we know you're dead, but we need to prove it to them. Mm -hmm. So would you mind if we did a little test? And he said, sure, not at all. He says, what I, he says, do dead men bleed? He says, no, no, they, they can't bleed. There's no rest, there's no, okay. He says, he could, okay, good. So let me pick, prick your finger and we'll see if you bleed. Right? He says, oh, okay. So he hands out his finger, he pricks his finger and out comes blood. Mm -hmm. The man looks at it, well, I'll be damned. Dead people do bleed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is the nature we 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 want to hold on to things, and so the most courageous thing to do, and that's a masculine energy, but you don't have to be male to have this kind of courage. Right, not at all. To yeah. question our own ideas, to question what we regard to be true, because whatever we regard regard to be true will determine the entire character and quality of your life. Whatever you believe to be true, you will become. Yes. And nothing outside that realm of belief will get in. You cannot grow beyond your own beliefs. You know, and we, we live in a yeah. time of, you know, personal development and, and, and the like, and we want to grow and evolve. And all this. You can't grow beyond those beliefs. If they're not challenged, there is no growth. There is no, there is no personal development. There is no spirituality. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and we're and we're not here in that case. This recording is not happening because people aren't interested in that case. If if there is no questioning at all, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love this. And what what you believe to be true, you become. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's your truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It becomes your sense of self. It becomes your identity. That's the whole structure of the ego is the total collection of beliefs about myself. That, that's it. And there's, and there's no way out of it except to challenge it, to see that it is not true, right? Yes. <laughs> You're yes. not who you think you are. <laughs> You're not who you think you are and, uh, at all. So, at all. So those of you listening, um, who do you think you are? <laughs> you're not who you think you are. <laughs> yeah. Whatever way. you think, whoever you think you are, you're not. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's a mind blower. It's a mind blower, right? Totally. But look at all the ideas that you've gained about yourself over the years, starting with your parents and stealing all sorts of things on you, right? Mm -hmm. uh, oops, all sorts of ideas that um that you just picked up you didn't even question i mean you know let's let's face it you couldn't question it until you got older right right exactly <laughs> exactly 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and so it, you just absorbed it. Well, this is who I am, which was all nothing but cultural conditioning, right? Indeed. Yeah, it really was. And, and we can't help it because it's, it's inculcated. And it's something that's just instilled and pounded, pounded, pounded. Uh, it, I think everybody can relate to that. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, this is that insight is one of the beautiful fruits of, of the development of consciousness over time to realize that you and your conditioning are not the same. Mm-hmm. And right. this is a recent this is a recent discovery. I mean, they've known it in India forever, but <laughs> but yeah. but in but in the West, this is a relatively recent right. discovery. Uh, but the implications of that have yet to be explored, which they have been in the in the, yes. in the Indian culture. It has been explored. It's been seen. It's been seen to the depths, uh, which is why I'm drawn to that and Zen and Advaita and these For kinds sure. of things because because they did. They, they, they did pass that threshold and say, no, this isn't who I actually am. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, and which immediately opens the door. You can either retrench, right, <laughs> and try to defend it. Sure. Or you can open the door to the most breathtaking freedom. Well, then who am I for real? Mm-hmm. And, and if you do that, you have entered, genuinely entered the spiritual path. This, you're not on a path of yes. just accumulating spiritual knowledge. Exactly the opposite. You're getting rid of all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. You're freeing yourself from all, all of that to discover for yourself directly who you are. Right. And that is the most noble thing a human being can do. That is yes. the best use of being human. Mm. Yes. <laughs> It is, and one of the ways that people get there is to question your own ideas, literally everything. And and GP, as you pointed out, that's the most courageous thing to do. Yeah, it is. No matter who you are, man, woman, wherever you are in the world, that is the most courageous thing to do, is to question your ideas. (laughs) Yep. Everything. 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 Yeah. Being a war hero or climbing Mount Everest, piece of cake compared to this. Mm. It'll shake you to your boots. It will. (laughs) It it, it will. And I I think that's uh, that's one reason why people start these and stop and they settle for what passes for spirituality light which is uh, yes <laughs> yes all, spirituality spirituality light i guess <laughs> we, for lack we, of we a better spir- term no i like it I, we want yeah, spirituality we- pro Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and we're after the professional approach here, the effective <laughs> approach, one that recognizes that it's about experience and questioning everything, literally everything, including yeah. asking the question as many times as you can and must, who am I? Yes. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Yes. <clears throat> because uh, without asking that question, you are defined by the culture. Mm-hmm. You are little more than uh, than a, a robot uh, with a couple of different preferences from somebody else. The individuality is actually quite small. Right? Sure, right. If you don't question, if we don't question that, then we simply are what we were conditioned to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like a dog. Exactly. Right? <laughs> the dog mm-hmm. doesn't question. This is the beautiful, 
the beautiful gift of being born a human. We can go, wait a minute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And the more you do, the better. The more often you say, wait a minute. What's going on here? I don't like this. The better. The better. And out of that, I mean, this is, it's not an abstract thing. Because out of that grows a deeper sense of value. You, you, you discern the capacity to, to tell the difference between, <clears throat> between you know, Beethoven and, <laughs> and uh, you know, Boys in the Hood or, or <laughs> New Kids yeah. on the Block. Or, yes. you, know, you, 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 dis, you, 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 you begin to discern the real, that there's a reality to, to this. And that also gives you the power to discern how to best structure your human life. How do we structure our, how do we structure our, an economy? How do we structure our, our uh, governments and, you know, shared services? How do we structure the family? How do we structure the relationship between the genders? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of the big questions that we're solving now through ideology are solved through self-inquiry. Yeah, they are. And that is the root of it is, is self-inquiry and asking the question, yeah. who am I? <laughs> literally. Yes. Literally. literally. Yeah. <laughs> who am I? Not who do I think I am? Mm -hmm. Not who was I told I am? Yes. But, but who was I before I got conditioned? Mm-hmm. And we'll give you all a hint. Before all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, before it all happened, before it all went down, we'll, we'll give you all a hint. It's not a consumer. So if someone tells you that you're that, then no. <laughs> you're not that. You're not a demographic. You're not a stat. <laughs> no. Nope. That, that, that's, that's the hint that we're going to give you is, is you're not a consumer. So if you're feeling bombarded by advertising, <laughs> just know you're not a consumer. That's our, that's our gift to you here today. <laughs> just a hint. So, so yeah. GP, when people want to find out more about self-inquiry, where can they go if they want to find out more about you and, and your classes, your school of awakening, your retreats, what would you recommend people do here? Well, YouTube is the best place to start. Okay. Um, I, I do, uh, you know, uh, it's just YouTube slash GP Walsh. I do, I do uh, a satsang, which is a, which is a, a fancy uh, Sanskrit word, which simply means I, I answer questions. Mm -hmm. It's, it's every, every Sunday, on uh, YouTube, I do that. Um, and it is just the opportunity for any, anyone to ask any question they want of a, of a spiritual teacher. Yeah. Right? Yes. And, um, and I make myself available for that. It's free. It's, it's live. Mm -hmm. um, um, I, I also do some uh, meditations on YouTube live. They're kind of, sp they're kind of spontaneous. Mm -hmm. And on gpwalsh.com, you can find out about the various kinds of classes I have. We just finished a retreat last weekend. Mm -hmm. I'll be doing another one at the end of March. Um, and the retreat is nothing but the kind of self-inquiry, what, exactly what we're talking about, right? Yes. How to actually go about uh, knowing nothing, <laughs> mm -hmm. starting from scratch, challenging the assumptions and discovering who you, who you are uh, and who you were before all of, this, all of this stuff got installed in you. 
Mm -hmm. I love this. Where's the version 1.0, the the original, (laughs) original equipment, nothing extra added. Um, So those are those are the best places to to find me. GPWalsh.com, of course, is my uh, is my site. Yes, and that's GPWalsh.com, and on on YouTube, it's YouTube slash GPWalsh. And the I I highly recommend the satsangs. Again, um, as GP said, they're they're free, and it's people asking questions, whatever's on your mind, whatever's on your heart, ask and, and GP will answer them every Sunday on YouTube. Uh, so GP, this has been wonderful and we've given people a hint that they're not consumers. So surely they'll tune in again, <laughs> right? When we do this again to find out more. But in the meantime, I, I really hope, sincerely hope that you listening out there have gotten something of tremendous value uh, as GP has shared his incredible wisdom and experience with us. So GP, thank you so much for joining me here today. Uh, thank you, Tomas. It's such a pleasure. You're, you're so much fun to hang out with. <laughs> this is, well, I would say the same about you. And we'll do this again. A GP is going to be joining me here on Decide to Transform twice a month as executive contributor. So we hope you've enjoyed today's conversation. And again, gpwalsh.com to find out more information about GP and non-dual self-inquiry. Now, everyone have a beautiful rest of your day. GP, thank you so much again for joining me. Thank you, Tomas. <laughs>